God. Blog Talk Radio. A man everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry um, on the air and on StreamYard. Um, don't have a lot of announcements to make tonight because we're going to be talking Paranormal Roundtable. We'll be talking that with David Flowers and Doc John Savage, and if anybody else wants to join in, they can. Uh, hopefully, everybody goes to Vibe Time, the Vibe Time with Jerry page to watch what we're doing here and not just on, because I can't get on my own wall. <laughs> to advertise my own show. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and take David Flowers off of mute because we want to check to make sure there's no echoing and things like that. So hold on. Hello. 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 Okay. Hello. Trying to make sure, because we went through this last time, if I cut the volume down on my computer you're not going to be able to hear me at all. So am I cutting it down? on the phone. Do what? I, we should okay. hear you because you're on the phone. Okay, so you can hear me now, right? Yes. Okay. Then I, All right, so I've cut the volume down on the computer, and now we have to make sure that we are okay. Um. Now we have to make sure that we're okay with these comments because I don't know if anybody can see. I'm sorry, I'm trying to get our banner up. I don't know if anybody can see Vibe Time with Jerry as far as on Vibe Time. I'm not sure. I'm... Yeah, I, I can I can see us on Vibe Time. Okay, you can see us on Vibe Time? Okay. Yeah. And then, y'all, right after Vibe Time with Jerry is going to be Ryan Jones, um, the freaking awesome paranormal show. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look to make sure everything is okay. Because with it, all right, so it is public on Vibe Time. With it just being on Vibe Time with Jerry and not my wall, some of the, unfortunately, some of the ratings are... dropping. Because of because of Facebook and their stupidness. All right, hold on. 
So anyway, do you want to talk a little bit about the tours at the Manor House while we're waiting for John Savage? Sure. Okay. Yeah. The tours, they're starting to pick up a little bit, so that's a good thing. I mean, we've been getting some really good EVPs. I got some to share later. I got a whistle. Yeah. I got weird sailboat type clanking noise that lasts for maybe about a minute, and I don't know what that is. So, yeah. This is all at the Manor House in Williamsburg, y'all. Um, David Flowers and I do tours there. It's like a historical slash ghost hunt. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays at 9 o'clock, and it's $15 a ticket, and you can just hook up with David Flowers, and he'll guide you in the right direction as far as ticketing and things like that, Um, because I can't ever remember the number to the activities desk, so he's the one that you're going to have to talk to about all that. (laughs) You would say, oh, it has that. 727-220-1200. Yep, so, um, yes. So those are not just available for, like, tours, tours. They're they're available for private investigations um, with just a team if you want to do that. You want to go over that while we're waiting for John? Yeah, if you want to do a, a private investigation at the Manor House, it's $250 for up to five people, then it's $50 a person after that. And if it's something you're interested um you can shoot me a message either here on Facebook or shoot me an email, vapor757.david at AOL. Um, if you do it on a Friday night, you'll be, you'll be able to do 7 to 2 a.m. If you do it on a Saturday night, you'll have to wait till after the ghost tour is over with. So that's usually between 10:30 and 11, but it still goes to 2 a.m. It's still the same price. Yeah. So. Just to let y'all, um, just to let y'all know that. And anything else we're missing with that? Um, I don't about think the so. team itself. Talk a little uh-huh. bit about that while we're looking for Mr. Savage. The team itself, broke- because private investigations, home investigations, residential is what I mean. Oh, oh, I don't okay, have my, okay. I'm sorry, but I have my, I have this shirt on tonight. <laughs> when I was a probation officer, I used to wear that on my intake days because intake, I would always see dumb people. So that's where, that's where that came from because people make dumb, dumb decisions. So that's why I would wear that. <laughs> I do I do wear our shirt a lot and I wear it a lot because um it's advertisement. Yeah. So I'll need another yeah, pink I, one. I'll need a black one when you print that stuff up cuz my wardrobe, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't you can't have too many black shirts. You really can't. 
you know, I think I got what I and the ones that I got printed up that are not screen what is it, screen printed? Yeah. I'm having an issue with. Just which, saying. Which one? The non screen printed. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, the imitation shirts. Yes. Those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got, um, I'm planning on doing some printing this weekend. Okay. That works for me. Um, there's something up with my there's something up with my internet cuz I keep freezing up. Well, I've got mine plugged into directly to my modem. So and it still freezes up. Yeah. So I don't know if we're lagging or not. I there's nobody on here to check cuz I'm seeing zero. Yeah, I'm not seeing anybody either. Yeah, I saw like two people and now I see nobody. Yeah. Well, so they're lost. We, yeah, we can start, uh, I guess we can start some of our discussion about, you know, I want to save the, um, I want to save the one topic that we talked about, the first one that's in your book written down, I want to save that one for when John Savage comes on about the ghost hunter verses. Yeah. But let's see. I'm trying to think of some controversial topics because there's a lot of them out there. Oh, there he is. We're going to talk about orbs again. Now we're going to... How are you? Are you, did you call in? Are you called into the studio too? All right, let me unmute you and then cut your computer down. Cut your volume down on your computer. Uh, I'm here. Okay, I got gotcha. you. We were we were talking about the yeah, manor house. You, you want me to hang up on the phone? No, I'm. Okay, hold on. For me. How's that? Do you hear an echo? I don't. No. I don't hear. Okay. All right, so for those of you who don't know, this is John Savage over here, and that's David Flowers over <laughs> over here. He's waving. And they're Holy both seasonal investigators. Um so yeah, yeah, we do a paranormal roundtable once a month, and we and we really like to talk about controversial topics because it's things that people don't want to talk about, and I think that we need to talk about them. So, yes, we do. Um, yes, we really do. And let me see. I'm here. I'm getting some messages from people that is that Kimberly that's on. Hold on. Okay, she can – I don't know what happens with StreamTard. Kimberly, just comment in the thing. I mean, I don't know what to do 
about it. It, it their internet lags, they suck. Um, I mean, I, I just don't know what else to do. I used to do just regular Facebook Lives, but on restriction. So I can't do that until June 17th. Kim's saying she can't hear us. Tina's saying she hears us on the phone. Good. And that we're, and Kim says we're freezing up. And she's saying, okay, she sound is better. Okay. All right, so... I don't know what else to do. My current mood. So, I know. You would have the joke that I sent you yesterday <laughs> behind the scenes. You would I I'm going we're going to have to tell you that whole story one day, John Savage, so that way you'll know when I when I bring that subject up, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Because you wasn't tuned in to the last vibe time with Jerry with Teresa Sayers to know what how that came about, but it's it's hilarious. Poor David didn't know what he got himself into when he decided that he was going to help me with my baby restriction from Facebook. And yeah, y'all ganged up on me. We we really did. I, I felt so bad for him. Somebody needs to post something in the comments, too, if you're watching on here. If you don't mind, I would greatly appreciate it. So, John and David, one of the things that we were thinking about um, or topics that came to mind, I guess, when, when we were doing the tour was people's thoughts on ghost hunters versus a paranormal investigator, because some people say they're the same, and I don't think that they are. Nope. Nope, they're not. Paranormal investigator can be a ghost hunter, but a ghost hunter is not a paranormal investigator. Well, I think you need to add in also paranormal researcher. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So what are we? Yeah, I mean, because because I attribute paranormal investigator almost the same as paranormal researcher. I mean, we. Well, no, because I I think what's different is between an investigator and a researcher is a researcher uses the scientific method in working on an investigation, designing uh, designing some sort of experiment. So they're researching okay. the actual investigation where in an investigator, just like um, like a homicide investigator, you're just fact-finding. You're validating. It's trying to get all the pieces together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my opinion. And, and ghost hunters... They're none of the above. All they want to do is they just go out and just make life difficult for us. There's no research. There's no investigation. It's just let's go to a cemetery or a abandoned building or what have you and see if we capture something and that's it. There's no research or investigation involved at all. They're just there with a, a gadget and that's it. Okay, I see that. 
So are we falling under the category of researcher, investigator? I think with us, you can use both investigator and researcher because you, you are investigating. You're, you're fact-finding. You're finding out what works and doesn't work, where a researcher, they're going into the more scientific side. They're developing new techniques. They're using... Um, like a uh, three-axis um, EMF meter and designing an experiment to validate an actual haunting. They're setting up. Oh, I'll be doing that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me forget at home. Is that with or without something stuck in your nose? Without something stuck up my nose. Oh my God. There he goes. Right on cue. I don't have my tampon. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you see, with with us as investigators and researchers, we're dedicated to to learning more about the paranormal. I don't know how I can follow that. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> At least it was an insert, not a full wing pad, you know. <laughs> okay, I'll stop now. You're supposed to be professional. Hey, I just you got the, the wrong reason. people here for that. I know yeah. shit. <laughs> but no, I, I agree well, no, with you. I, we'll I, be testing. We'll be testing some okay. theories. To, testing some some theories tomorrow on a, on a couple of things at the manor house. Yeah. Like you said, I think with us, we're investigators and researchers. We investigate it, but we also think outside the box. You know, what kind of experiment can we use or can that we, we can make up? And we try, and I know you guys do this too, try different versions of the experiment. What works, what doesn't work, what's the outcome that we're hoping to get, and you modify it. That's basically using a scientific method. Mm-hmm. So I, I think with us, investigator slash researcher works. Ghost hunters, no. Yeah, speaking of that, I no. forgot to log something uh, from yesterday because we switched over instead of using the REM pod yesterday um, at the manor house, we ended up using the Periscope 360 mm-hmm. and got a whole different hit off of that compared to um, when we used the REM pod. <clears throat> and I also left the body cam sitting in Eliza's room yesterday and got a whole different we wasn't even in the house, and there's it's almost like I don't know. People are talking, and we're not even in the house. Yeah, it's wild. Now, um, at the time you heard the talking, were we in the back um, garden area? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No, you'll have to listen. He'll have to. You'll have to listen to the entire clip. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just it, when you when you said when you said what you said about the testing the different theories, it hit me 
that I forgot to um I forgot to log that into my log. So Well that that's critical and crucial when doing an investigation. Log yeah, oh data. I know. But I I've I've got so much stuff entered right now I've I have I've got notes galore, so that was the one piece I left out. <laughs> didn't when need are you to decipher it now. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm doing it right now because I'll get sidetracked and forget. My AD triple HD will kick in, and I won't be. I'll, I'll just forget. <laughs> so, in other words, don't mention anything about squirrels, right? No. <laughs> what about them? <laughs> you just proved my ADHD theory right there. If you're fired. I'm fired? Okay, that works. <laughs> all right. Let's see we um all right, David, talk. Y'all talk for a minute while I'm doing this because I'll forget, seriously. Yeah. Y'all I, run um, the Yeah, back to the ghost hunting versus Paranormal investigator. Now, I admit I've gone ghost hunting. If if you go to any kind of public investigation, you're ghost hunting. Yeah, because there's there's so many people there. You're you're not investigating because you're not going to get anything concrete. Yeah. So that's why I say uh, an investigator can be a ghost hunter. So it. Yeah. But. It, and I get a little irritated because I see a bunch of paranormal teams out there that they're calling themselves investigators when they're just ghost hunters. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna mention any any groups in, in Virginia, are we? Mm-hmm. Or in Minnesota. No, and, and and those people actually give us a bad name. Yes, they yeah. do. So, you know, it just makes our job a lot harder because people look at us as like, well, aren't you just looking for a ghost? No. I mean, it, yes, but we're looking at, one, why is there a ghost? How can you actually measure a spirit at a location? What changes the environment to be able to for an apparition to appear or an EVP to happen, where ghost hunters, and I don't even call them ghost hunters. They're just more spectators than anything else. Um, You know, I don't know. I I just don't like people like, well, groups like that. They give us a bad name, and they ruin a lot of things for us. You got these people running around. They're ghost hunting. They're causing a scene. They're destroying, destroying properties trespassing, and it makes it even harder for us to do what we want to do at a location. Right. And, um, y'all, Kimberly is watching, too, where she was, but she's on Facebook restriction. And so she normally puts she normally puts a lot of a lot of neat comments down here and and you know makes you think outside the box with things. But the only way she's going to be able to comment is if she sends me a message in Messenger. So we shall see because she's on restriction too. Of course, she stays on restriction. What did I, 
What did you guys do to piss off the gods of Facebook? I have no idea what I did. My comment was from a couple years ago. I mean, I'm trying really hard to get in the Facebook jail because I haven't been in jail yet. I I feel lonely. I'm right there with you. Yeah, mine was um, mine was something from two years ago, and they didn't even tell me what it was for. When I went to go look at the comment that I supposedly posted, it said yeah. that it's not available right now. And then I commented on this one girl's um, Facebook that she wanted to know something about Libras or something like that, one of our traits, and I was like, yeah, we'll forgive you. 20,000 times, but when we're done, we'll just cut your ass off is what I said, and I guess they didn't like that word, or somebody reported the comment and didn't like it, and so they put me on restriction for 29 days, so I I have 15 more days before I can do a live. They pushed me all the way down to a bottom group feed, and it just sucks. That's Facebook for you. Yeah. Hey, really hey just... I might get put in jail now. Because Jerry used that the C U T word. I might get put in jail now because it's on my on my feed. Uh, yeah, but you gotta you gotta write it like you literally have to write it. Unfortunately. Oh. The back oh, okay. if you go to jail. I got I got your back. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a piece of pencil, uh, paper and pen, and I'll write the the big. What what was it? The big C word? Yeah, yeah, I put that down in there. Cut. Yeah, and they considered that bullying, and so they they restricted me. So I had my friends access to my woman's empowering page. I had to make them admin of that, and then I had to make David admin of my other stuff because. But you see, that's, it's, uh, you know, what's happening on Facebook relates to what's happening in the paranormal field right now. Everyone is so sensitive on topics. You know, mm-hmm. if, if someone gives their opinion about the paranormal, you'll get hammered. Oh, you're wrong, and, you know, that's not, you know, that's not the right opinion. Or some people will even take it as a an, an attack. Which I, I'd, be, I'd be more than happy to to confront some of these groups out there. I got nothing to lose, and yeah. it's not even confronting. I mean, you can't even offer proper <clears throat> criticism. Hey, you know what? Instead of doing that technique, try this. Maybe this will help you. You can't right. even give friendly yeah. advice. Right. Kimberly said, "Ghost hunters make the claim para research." Para research researcher researches the claim and forms a thesis. Paranormal investigator investigates the claim and the thesis while forming a test to, to support the data. Okay, well, who, who said that? Ghost hunters? Ghost hunt? No, this is um, Kimberly messaged me behind the scenes because she can't oh. comment. She put ghost hunters make the claim. Para-research, para-researcher, researches the claim and forms a thesis. Paranormal investigator investigates the claim and thesis while forming tests to support their data. 
No. No, I'm just going it, to – it sounds like they're just trying to make up words to make people sound more intelligent. No. It's paranormal investigator that investigates the paranormal. They Just like a, a homicide researcher, homicide detective, they gather the facts. A paranormal researcher is someone who researches the science behind the paranormal and the device theory. And a researcher and investigator can do both. A ghost hunter can't. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, ghost hunters just out having fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're just having fun, and anything that shows up on film is something paranormal, regardless if you tell them, no, that's dust, yeah. that's <laughs> moisture, camera flare piece of hair standing in front of the lens where the flash goes off. Um, yeah. That Those was, are the that was blinded people. It was cute. Last night was fun. Oh, the, the people that were there. Mm. It was really ghosting, yeah. It was funny. <laughs> Um, what about teams that take their evidence? They ought to be shot. Throat punch. People who fake evidence should be called out and and to the public and so people be aware, so people will know that they are frauds and they do not represent the community of the paranormal. Well, well some, some things that I have, some of the things that I have issues with sometimes is when people post pictures and they're, they've got a big following base with people. They have people snowballed that this is actually something paranormal around them or some type of, um, spirit around them when we know that it really isn't. It's just the way the – I'm not a photographer, but I know that there's a certain way that you can, I guess, blur an image and make it look like it's something paranormal when it's not. Oh, God, yeah. I, I have problems with yeah. that, and I have problems with people – I don't know. I just have problems with people doing stuff like that, and I can't. I've been trying to look for the. I have actually been trying to look for the the name of that if an image gets blurred or it's making it look like two of one person when it's really not, and I can't figure out the name of it because I'm not I'm not I'm not into photography like that. I just know that it's not well, I mean, real. See, this is the issues I have when it comes to photography. You know, in this day and age, digital photography, yeah, it's great. You can do real-time images, but you can fake those so easily. I mean, if you're just holding the camera and you shake it just a little, you're going to get a motion blur. Yeah, thank you. Okay. That that was what I couldn't. That's what I couldn't figure out. I I know that um, David and I. When was it, David? Last week, we went over a chandelier picture that I honestly thought there was something in there. 
Yeah. It was a back there, and the more we looked at it and we went to the manor house and we stood in front of the chandelier and we snapped pictures, the more we realized that what was behind me was reflection from the sun and the black floor, but the way it hit, it made it look like that there was an actual person standing there. But once we got yeah. there and we started really looking at it, we were like, no, that's not it. That's, you know. But I've seen pictures that I'm just, I just, I just don't understand how people could put their head on their pillow at night knowing that that's, it's just not real. <laughs> well, I mean, some, you know, some, well, I mean, look, people just don't care. At all. Right. Those are trolls. Yeah, people Photoshop. There's one certain person that every time a famous person dies, he, um, within a day or two, he's made contact with them through the ghost box. And yes, and, and and he has a big following on TikTok, and that yeah. irritates me to heaven. Yeah, I mean it's like yeah. oh this person died, and you know here it is, you know I got him talking through to you uh, through my device, and he's talking to me. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude, you're, you're full of shit. Yeah, it, that guy pisses me off. Yeah, I mean I followed him just for giggles. And to see what kind of crap he comes up with, but no. But back to your photography question. The thing is, and and this happens with digital cameras. People don't understand the IS, um, you know, the ISO settings on the camera. You got ISO 100, 200, 400, 600, 800, 1,000, 1,200, 1,400, 1,600, 1,800 on up. And our phones will automatically adjust the ISO settings to the light environment. So if you're outside, your ISO is going to be 100, 200. That's high light. Okay. The higher the number, the faster the shutter. No, the higher the number... The longer the shutter stays open, the lower the number, the faster the shutter closes. And people don't realize that. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what mine's set on to take to take pictures like that. Maybe it's, my stuff's it's set automatic. on the wrong. Okay. It's, it's automatic on, on the phones. You know, it, it looks at the light coming in, and it'll adjust the aperture. Well, at least in the regular cameras, the aperture. But it'll adjust the light setting on your phones. To make it, you know, uh, if you're taking pictures in the dark, it'll leave the lens open more. Yeah. So you have a better chance of having blurry images, light anomalies, and things like that. That's why I'm still a big fan of 35 millimeter cameras. Well, if I can find one at a reasonable price. It's only a couple hundred bucks. Come on. It's only about a tank of gas. Come on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I don't I don't know enough about this subject that Kim is bringing up to talk about it, so I'm going to just throw it okay. out there because I don't know enough about it. 
Um, she can't comment, but she is talking about ghost boxes and the fact that they've torn them apart, $1,500 worth of them. And I, I can't remember the full subject of it, but it was, they have like some type of recorder device in them to where it can pick up certain words and then hold it in that particular box. And then when you go to do an EVP session with it, it's going to remember what you said and it's going to put it out there. Am I saying all that right? Well, that's one way to commit fraud and fake evidence. Yeah, I, she she knows more about this subject than I do, so she's already starting to. I, I apologize, she can't she can't message anything, so she's got to send everything back here on Messenger. But she's brought this subject up before David, and I can't remember the whole thing with that subject. But she but she did say that she agrees with you on the thirty five millimeter camera because she. Um, she misses she's she used to have her dark room, so so she does miss those days and I agree with her on that. Those were those I mean, I didn't do paranormal stuff back then, but I do miss taking pictures and developing them in, in the dark room. Which is something yeah. I mean you, you can fake things in a dark room. You can add images, um, you know, you can have flaws in development but not like, you know, now with with our cell phones where we can open up a Photoshop program as an app and change everything on our phone. So Right. Yeah. Yeah, but she'll she'll have to get more deeper into the subject of the um of the ghost box, excuse me, having little recorder I guess a record a chip in it. Have you ever heard so, of that, John Savage? So let me get this let me understand this right. So it's a device that's recording my voice, my question, storing it on a chip and then replaying it during a ghost session? It would be as if it's recording, let's say, a word that you say. And then when you gotcha. go when you go to run an EVP session and you're you're actually using the ghost box, it's going to repeat that word within that ghost box and make it look like it's spirit when it's not because it picked up your voice. Gotcha. Things like that should be brought out in the open to let everyone know, hey, here's a device that is considered a fraud device. It will give you bad information. It's not a paranormal device that will capture something from the other side, from an EVP or ITC side. Yeah, because on, on ours, I haven't, like, for instance, on the SB7 box, you can record yeah. off of that. Yeah. But I, honestly, yeah. on the SB7 box, I haven't picked up a lot, and neither has um, Gene Wells when he came in. And and we were talking about it the other day when he came out to the manor house. He was like, you know what, I have really haven't picked anything up on this. And quite frankly, I haven't picked up a lot on, on mine either. 
So yeah, I don't I know how that be word a word for you to go back in when you're when it's in that sweet mode. If I'm not picking anything up, I'm not really picking anything up on that. We pick more up on what is it? Is it the SB7? Yeah, yeah the SB7 is the radio. Okay, okay, here, here she's correcting me. All right, she put no. Okay. Keep, 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 keep typing, Kim, because I know you're watching. Yeah, Kim, are, are you talking about the SB7? No, rem- okay, the one that you use on the tours, the little, I don't, it's under my box right now. The regular, S- is it the regular SB7? Yes, that's what we yeah. use on the tour. That's what, what we use on the tours, okay. That one we put more on on than my regular SB box. Get what I said? What the heck is he doing? He's looking for he's looking for a box. Okay, so SB seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Versus. All right, now I'm going to, let me, let me, let me, okay, we, you got both, so let me, let me write down, let me, I'm going to read to you what she said. All right, hold on. Okay. It's, no, it's like Alexa. It listens and picks up word usage. More the usage, the more it will pop up on a word bank, a chip that stores word usage. The re- the receivers in them will also pick up CB radio or something called skip. So it's almost like an ovulus, kind of like an ovulus, or maybe I'm just looking at one of my apps here. Um, yep, she put used to make them out of old handheld AM FM radios. Oh, a hack, um, hack box. Hack shack. Okay. I mean, I've, I haven't come across it, but then again, there's a lot of stuff out there that I just don't even bother with. I mean, like the obelisk from Dave Chapel. All that is mm-hmm. is a word bank. And it comes up with random words, <clears throat> and you can program in it. You can program whatever words you want. You can add it to the dic- add words to the dictionary, and it's worthless. And and there's apps that I have, like from uh, Ghost Tube, which I've been working on. And you can do the same thing. You can add words to the dictionary. Yeah, I'm not really on board if it really works. I mean, I've captured some audio EVP with that program. But What's it I called? wonder if I would. Um, it's called Ghost Tube here. Let me see if I can. Hold on. Oh, yeah, that really does work, doesn't it? You can really see it. Uh, anyway, Ghost Tube. All right, let me write that down. And, you know, okay. I'm still wary of using any type of apps. 
Okay, but you know, before I I talk about it and, and give it bad reviews, you know, at least let me, you know, at least I'll use it, and then I can report back on people saying, yeah, I use it, it's good, I got good results, or no, I I don't like it because of this and that and yeah. you know. Yeah, and I agree with you on that, John. And for the longest time, I was against all apps. But Jerry's got me um, kind of liking the Necrophonics app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and this one is it's like a, a spinoff. It's equal to it. But here's here's my thing. If someone walks up, up to me and say, okay, and I'm going to hold my phone here. How does a ghost or an entity know what words to use on the phone? How is it finding the words in the app to talk to you? I don't know. I just know that when we were down in the basement one day, we were asking Tom, me, if he likes to be called Tommy, and he clearly said he wants to be called Thomas. Yeah, he said it twice. Twice. Mm -hmm. But I can also question. that the word Blondie, not a, I have, I ran necrophonics, not even saying anything, just sitting here maybe for about a good 30 minutes in my room, not saying Jack Skippy to make sure that the word Blondie is not in a word bank somewhere. And I have yet to hear it. Um, but the other night I heard it twice because I was joking around saying, is my boyfriend here? And twice he said, and you see, and that's where the documentation comes into play. You know, documenting the question with a response. But again, I'm going to go back to the original question. If if I'm an outsider and I see you using that, and I ask you, okay, how does the spirit know? No one, how how, does, how it's going to communicate through a, a cell phone through an app? What would you say? No. Okay. I just like it the, the words, and I'm okay with that, David. You take care of the scientific side. I ain't good with this. Let me ask you this, John. Okay, let's yeah. say we have Jerry's app. Jerry's phone's got the app on it, the Necrophonics app, and we get yeah. what get Blondie on there. And then let's say you you download the app on your phone, and you come in, and then we get the word Blondie. How would how would you explain that? That's not a coincidence, because the, I see. I would give more credit to that type of setup because you have two separate devices; they're not linked to each other, and they got the same information. I I can run with that, but if you're just using it once, you know, only one device, you know, how do you control it? How do you how can you control that information that comes in? Well, then, David Flowers, I guess you're going to have to purchase the Necrophonic app, and we're going to run it off of your phone and see if my boyfriend comes through, because he's came through everywhere I've went. Yeah, and that's the I only way to you. do it. started yeah. out in Old House Woods, and, I'll, you know. I'm going to download it tonight. I've had, I've had um, Kimberly listen to it on her phone to make sure Blondie doesn't pop up. I've had my sister listen to it on her phone to make sure that it don't pop up. Because I want to make sure that that is not a word that just randomly pops up. 
I mean, I mean, I, I would even go this far. You know, I'll download it on my phone too. Yeah, and do it. Please, and have the three of us at the manor house do it, but being different parts of the house. You know, have have you and David in the same room using that app, and then have maybe this my phone in a different part of the building. Yeah. And see what kind of results. I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious about that, or having them together to see. I mean, even just, even just exactly. you randomly uploading it tonight, and just listening to it like I had my sister do. I was like, I just mm-hmm. want you to listen to the word to to what's popping up in there and see if you hear Blondie, and and she hasn't. So that's why I I want to triple check because I do know I know that I have a male that's with me all the time. I know that. Right. Um. But that and, that started, and, you know, at Old House Woods. But he probably had always been with me before. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and you know, and, and if you do that experiment over and over, let's, let's say you do it, I don't know, ten times. I'm just picking a number, and out of the ten times, you know, you get you get a hit eight times, or five times, or seven times. That tells me, okay, there's something with the app and there's some sort of interaction that from the spirit is able to understand this technology. Right. And that's what Kimberly's talking about. She's talking um pitting pitting the apps against each other or pitting devices against each yeah. other. And I understand that. I, I really understand it. It ain't Sydney. Um and, and that's the I think that's the only way you could truly test these apps out. You know, have a a known baseline that you can work with to say, okay, right. Um, you know, I'm just just run with me on this one. So let's say that we use this as your baseline. We know this is reliable, and this we know it's reliable. We've gotten random hits. We know how these work. We can explain how this device works. Right. Chances of getting a statement saying, yes, I'm here with you, by the time it says that, it's gone through what? 10, 15, 20 different channels or stations by then? Right. We can explain that. So if you use something like this as a baseline and then add the apps to it, and you got two apps running and you're getting the same results, then you can say yes. This app, in our opinion, works. Right. And that's something that David and I did last week. We were pitting the SB7 box against his SB. My SB box against his is what we were doing last week, and we were trying to sweep it on the same frequencies to see what we get because he gets more hits on his device than I do on mine, and I want to know why. Okay, I, I think I can answer that. Okay. David, when you're using your SB7, do you use that more often than a typical digital recorder? What, what do you mean? I always oh when I'm doing so, doing it, I like I like to split it up. I'll like maybe five minutes on the SB7 and five minutes without. Okay. Here's 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 my thinking. Okay, I don't get a lot of good results from it. 
okay? But if I pull out my digital recorder, I will get EVPs constantly. And my reason is I all my energy is focused on this device. I'm more comfortable with this. This is my go-to. I, I know that I'm going to get something. And I think that's why you get more with your SB7, David, than Jerry, because that's your go-to most of the time. You, you focus more of your energy into that device, just like using dowsing rods. That's true. Yeah. I, I see okay. where you're going with that. Yeah. You've got, you know, there's some people that has their own dowsing rods. No one else can touch them except them. That's because there's an attachment. It's like a, a part of their aura, their energy field. Same thing with the SB7 with you, David. That's part of your energy field. You feel more comfortable doing this than this. And the spirits know that, so they're going to communicate in a way that is comfortable with you. Right, because I can't use his dousing rods. I've tried. Yeah. So with, with you, you know, Jerry, you have to find which device works for you. And it could be that you, you might have to keep using this over and over and over until you, your energy is imprinted on this device, just like dowsing rods. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because that little SB, the SB box, I love that box. I do. It's my it's my favorite one out of all, and my Periscope 360 are my favorite too, and my dousing rods. <laughs> yeah, I like your Periscope. I really do. Uh, yeah, that is one of my favorite pieces. We got, let me look at our time on blog talk. We got about five minutes left to talk. What time five? But, yeah, I mean, with me, this, I have five of these in my back. Can you send me a picture of it? I can't. You got to send me a picture of it so I can see it. Well, next time, next time I see you, I'll let you use one. Um this is my go-to. I have this everywhere I go, and I will always get an EVP off of this one or that one. Can't you just send me a freak and, picture of us and see it? God. And that one? You're worse than a woman. I asked you one simple question. <laughs> but you see, but, but this relates to your question. This is my go-to. This is where my energy is located. Yeah. Well, I do like my Olympus recorder though. That one, that one, I do. That's that's. I, I love that thing. Yeah. I I, I just. I, it's hands down. An awesome recorder. If I have to choose, if I had to choose between recorders, it would be between that body cam and an Olympus. Yeah, I love the body cam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. I've, we've just learned at this point now to just set it down. Don't even touch and it. I sit it down somewhere. You know, it's trial and error. You know, that, that yeah. might be your device for EVPs and everything. Yeah. Because I know that when you talk about it, you get really excited. This is my toy. This is yeah. – I have yeah. all the best of luck with it. Versus, mm-hmm. it's, it's, well, it's, I got this and and, you know, I get some stuff. Yeah, yeah the vo- the body cam, there's just nothing like it for as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I mean, 
Yeah, I'm t- I mean the recorders too. We do run recorders. I'll take my Olympus out there and just set it down. But like just setting that body cam down last night and just setting yeah. it on the mantle, leaving it there and not touching it. There's conversations. I'm just blown away by what I got on there last night. I'm really blown away by it, particularly the whistle, because ain't nobody was in that house. Nobody. There's. The, I, don't, I don't know where that could have came from. And it was a male, but, clearly. But, but, but you see, if you take your device and add it with with David's SB7 setup, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you've got a good deal going. You've got your baseline right there of no yeah. devices that you have that you can say, yes, this works. Yeah. We don't fully understand why it works, but it works. And we're studying the why factor. Right. I got you on versus, that. I, I, I understand what your friend was saying. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Kimberly said she wants to use a Furby. As long as it's not a haunted doll. <laughs> I have one of those little finger wings. Put on your little finger and you, and it well you just set it somewhere. We got really good results with that. We actually had that on a Facebook live. That was creepy as hell. I got that in my bag. Okay. Fingerling. Yep. Fingering. Yeah, fingerling. I'm, I'm not going anywhere with that one. Why not? Well, we only got like two minutes, so you're going to have to hold up on that, but. David, write that down. <laughs> We're going to talk about that on our Paranormal Roundtable, our next show, Fingerlings Fingerling. and Furby. That just sounds really just perverted. I'm going to take I my am fingerling. not perverted with my fingerling. It's a little dragon that fits on your finger and it hugs it. Oh, a finger out of the ring. Gotcha. Fingerling. Oh, it's that what you said, fingerling. <laughs> I'm like, what? Fingerlings. Y'all are fired. You're fired. <laughs> I am talking about a fingerling dragon that you put on your finger and it talks. You're not helping the situation, sweetie. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't get my toy right now. <laughs> I'll have to show yeah, you. I, we're we're going we're to talk to a ghost. Let me get my fingering out for my ghost. Like you're a proctologist for the paranormal, the living impaired. I'm I'm thinking of many different options. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are terrible. (laughs) You said it. Oh my god. Oh my god. We got 40 seconds left on blog talk. All right, hold on. I'm gonna pull us off of blog talk because we still can do Streamyard. Okay. For a second, because i got to get up at a dark 30. Okay, hold on. Ryan's got his people on, so I'm going to hang up on this real quick. Thanks for tuning in to Vibe Time. Bye-bye. All right, hold on.
was a hard drinking sinner with blood on my hands. I was a hard drinking sinner, a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds for dinner. Till I met a big man, and the man said, How do we do? How do we do? Freaks out there, this is Ryan. Hey, Ghost. We've got Ghost with us tonight. Not a ghost with us, but Ghost, my co-host with the most coming at Oh, right. Actually, I might have a ghost with us. You never know on this house. Yeah, the other night was weird. We had a um, show with uh, Angel May. She is a gemologist. Chris, we were talking about crystals, right? And Towards the end of the show, we heard what sounded like 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle, kind of middle end of the show. Okay. We were talking, Angel was talking about something, and all of a sudden uh, we heard like either like a creak. I thought someone, someone had stepped in the hallway. Like my girl, my girlfriend Angie had come out of our bedroom. So I looked back there, and of course our door shut, and you know I didn't see anything. And then all of a sudden we both heard this like audible sigh behind us. Yeah. It, it was, was really kind of like a thick style. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really weird. But like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen tonight. <laughs> Guess we'll find out. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, let's see what's going on since Sunday. Our last conversation. Well, we RJ. We took RJ to the doctor's office. <laughs> Whoa! And I say we. I meant me. I took RJ to the doctor's office today. Turns out he has gotten mono. Love that for us. So, Woo. you know, that's that's a lot of fun for us over here. Um, and he is not a happy camper. Tell you what, he is, he's sick. So, we got to keep that in mind. Yeah, it's it's not it's not pleasant over here. Luckily, luckily he's sleeping now. So, he's not sick, tired, because he just keeps all his energy. Like, yeah. Be one thing if he was sick and just tired and wouldn't want to do anything, you know, that'd be just kind of relaxing. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, I can deal with this. But it's the whining, it's the everything that comes along with it. And he still wants to, you know, do stuff. And but when he does stuff, he complains about it because he's tired. You are shaking in my arms because you have a fever. Lay down. Yeah, I, I took him, uh, we're driving back from the doctor's office, and he was, it was like probably maybe, I want to keep on to saying late 80s, but it's not, I mean, <laughs> upper 80s. There's late 80s here it's in uh, Richmond. It was um, upper 80s, <laughs> early 90s, lower 90s, and uh, it, was, it was pretty warm in my car, and he was like, I'm freezing, so I had to, you know, cut the AC off everything and drive home with the with uh, <laughs> no AC, which was not fun, but you know, when he got when he got back to the house. He was like freezing. His his shirt was soaking wet from the sweat. So sweetheart is not having a good time. No, it's not been a good time over at Casa de Freak over here. But you know what? We'll get him better, and he'll be as good as new. <laughs> Hopefully soon, because yeah. Like I said, it is not fun. Well, other than that, what's going on over here? You know, just been hanging out. We've got uh we've got an awesome show for you guys tonight. We've got uh Karen Kerper. Kerper, 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 Karen Kerper, Kerper. It's probably not how you pronounce it, but I forgot to give a little flair to it. Karine Kaper coming on tonight. She's the host of Paranormal Brews. Speaking of brews, brewed myself some coffee. Actually, I use a Keurig, so I'm not sure if that's actually brewing coffee or not. But uh, it's decaf, so it won't be up all night. I did determine it is decaf. <laughs> I did get tired eventually. Did, in fact, go to sleep. I did, in fact, go to sleep. So I am happy to report that I am drinking decaf coffee. Um Anything else you want to talk about? She's almost out of school. 
Ghost over here is going to be a, a junior next year. I just want the summer to start. I'm ready for the fall. So there's that. <laughs> I'm ready for the fall. I'm done with the heat. I'm I'm I'm, I'm about done. All right, let's go ahead and put Terrine Kepher, Terrine Terrine. Karen Kerper on the show, right? About hello. And hello. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? I hear you just fine. Can you hear me okay? Okay, good. Yeah. Awesome. Hang on. Yeah, there we go. All right. Turn you up some. I can hear you, but so, I'm not sure everyone's hearing you. So I, I'm sorry to hear about um, your your boy over there. I hope he feels better. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's like <laughs> I, I never had mono before, and I'm like, where the hell did he get it from? And it's like, eh. you think mono, you always think like the like it's like the worst thing ever. But the doctor's like, it's just a like, virus. He'll he'll get so, over it. So when mom died, she was like, oh no. His stress was negative, and he's like, "Oh no, it's a mono." And she's like, r- like calling people, and I'm like, "Mom, it, it was." And <laughs> I was when I was a kid. Yeah. Heard some mono. It might as well have been the Black Plague. As far as I know. <laughs> oh my God, he's got mono. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it used to be known as the kissing disease. You know, you kiss too many people, mm-hmm. you get mono. But you know. I, I'm, I'm in the medical field. I've been in the medical field since I was 17, and there's been 90-year-old women that come in and they have mono. You know, it's just you could have just like hey. an infection at one point, and, uh, and you don't know it. And once you have that EBV, the Ebola, you know, once it's in your system, you yeah. always kind of it'll lay dormant, and it can always have a flare-up. So. You never know those ninety year old women, you know, they could they could get around the nursing home. <laughs> you have not no out. idea. <laughs> you know, she does you know, you never know these days. So true. But I mean the doctor is um, like quite sorry, that's my <laughs> He wants to be in the show, I don't blame him. <laughs> So you you had it right. It's Tyron Kerper, but I do like that little flair you gave it. So we'll just go with that. I like that. Yeah, what's that bit? So just to add a little little bit of a flair to it. Mhm. So how is life treating you? How's how's everything in your side, your part of the world, part of the country? I guess. <sighs> well, I live in New Jersey, so that should just sum it up for everybody. You know, yeah, living in New Jersey, you spend your whole life trying to get out of New Jersey. So, (laughs) but um, no, it's great. Um, I, I, um, you know, I love where I live. I live in a small little, little town, you know, and, uh, you know, very, very busy with uh, Paranormal Brew. Um, This past April, I celebrated five years. Um, oh, wow. Um, do, uh, yeah, I celebrated five years of doing the show. And uh, so that was a big thing for me. And uh, the uh, Paranormal Awards, they nominated me, I think I was second best podcast in 2021. So that was, that's, I mean, I know it's like, you know, everybody kind of laughs at them and whatever, but 
for me, you know, it was, it was an accomplishment, even, you know, even if I didn't get the, any, any placement, you know, just being nominated was, felt good because you're, you know, people that listen to you would ha- had to, you know, write in and say who they thought was the best, you know, it wasn't, a, you know, a multiple choice. So, mm-hmm. so that, that meant a lot to me hey. to even be nominated. So that was cool. That is very cool. I don't think the show even will sniff an award or anything. So I am very happy. You got, you got, like I said, you've been accomplished. You got recognized by your peers. Um, yeah. That's, that is really awesome. Yeah, it, it definitely, you know, I do the show. I love, I love doing the show. I mean, I'm sure you, you love doing your show. I, I love talking. I love meeting people and I love learning things. When I first started the show, it, it was mostly, it was all, as a matter of fact, all, uh, ghost, if you will, I'll just use ghost for lack of better, you know, term, but, um, it was all ghost related. It, you know, I never really ventured into anything else because that's all I really knew, um, uh-huh. and was interested in. And then once you get into the field, you realize that, you know, there's all this, this other cool stuff, Bigfoot and UFOs and Ouija boards and seances and all this, you know, all kinds of cryptids and people that actually know a lot of shit. <laughs> oh, can I curse? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah, trust me. It is, it is, okay. it is absolutely yeah, so fucking okay. For freaking show. What would you say? Absolutely fucking okay if you curse in this freaking show. I don't awesome. care. It's all good. <laughs> Hopefully the cares are in bed. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, when I first started with that, and then, then I just started saying, yeah, but you know what? I'm I want to talk about other stuff, you know, and, and I started to just venture out and wear a mouth. And luckily, so far, all but one of my guests have all been very knowledgeable and educated and well-versed in whatever research it is that they do. Um, I've had parapsychologists on. I've had doctors on that do paranormal investigating. Uh, Jason Hall from Ghost Hunters, um, Sherry Benedetti, you know, and, and so a, lot, a lot of good people, you know, and... and and people that I respect and look up to. It is so cool that you get the chance to talk to these people and kind of like me with you, picking your brain about the paranormal, about how you got started and and learning uh, more about uh, these people and, and their um, and their paranormal adventures. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, too, because a lot of people, my whole goal was to, one, you know, give some recognition to peers. Not that Jason Hall needs that, but, um, yeah. you know, other people that come on. You know, there's paranormal groups, and there's people that, you know, like I said, like the parapsychologists that are doing research in our field that you really don't realize they're doing it, you know, and, and, to, and to get that, you know, a, you know, get that out there to people. And if one person leaves, Walking away like, oh, that's awesome, and I learned something new, and I'm going to look into that. I'm happy. Yeah, that's kind of the reason you know why we do our show on the you know to give give groups different old groups a chance to talk about their uh, you know how they got started and some of the evidence they've been able to capture, and uh, and then also being able to talk like you said, talk to people like you yourself and learning about how you got started and uh, just getting your story out there. So other people can maybe learn from your experiences. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, every day I'm learning, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> can never stop learning. One thing, I've so. learned, 
one thing I've learned about this field is like the more I think I know, it's like, you know, the less I really know, I guess. Absolutely. You know, and, and I, I mean, I am a, I believe in, I believe in spirits, ghosts. I believe in that stuff. Um, I've had too many experiences to, and whatever that is, I don't, we can't ever necessarily even say what, what it is that we are capturing or experiencing or, or communicating with. We have no idea. Um, but we'll just call it, you know, ghosts and spirits and stuff, you know, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in that. However, you know, I'm also a very healthy skeptic. So I think not everything is paranormal. One of my best friends is, is uh, Kenny Biddle. You know, he's a huge skeptic. I mean, every investigation I go on, he's invited, you know, because I want him there because I want to be able to know for sure what it is that if what I'm dealing with is or isn't. You know, I don't want to go down and, and uh, you know, while I'm in the middle of an investigation, you only have four hours, and you think you're communicating with something, and, you know, it turns out to be whatever, you know. Um, it's just good to have somebody else, another perspective to kind of, you know, when you go into a location, you're already a believer. You know, it's kind of hard to, you know, stand there and be like, you know, every single thing you're saying no, no, no to as well, you know, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's good to be skeptical, but it's also good to have an open mind as far as it like, goes. Absolutely. Know, if you if you guarantee everything's not paranormal, then you're never going to be convinced. But if right. you go there with an open mind and be like, all right, well, I'm willing to accept something as paranormal if A and B and C don't, you know, pan out, I guess. But if you, you – know, some people just can't be convinced. Like, it doesn't matter if the right. ghost comes up and smacks in the face. <laughs> You know, it'll be right. weird. It'll be like this hallucination or something like that. It'll always be a, an explanation yeah. for it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you think about the word paranormal. Paranormal is not normal. So, I mean, under yeah. that umbrella is everything. You know, it's the, the, UFO, the Bigfoot. I'm, I will say, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a believer in Bigfoot and stuff like that. I'm not in the Jersey Devil at all. Like the Jersey Devil, I absolutely believe it's just a myth or a legend that grew. I think a woman had a deformed child back in the day, and they were weird about that stuff, and they did weird stuff. So I think this, you know, story grew about this kid, and it, now it's a deserved devil, you know. Um, um, but, however, I, I, I did go Bigfoot hunting one time, which was interesting. Um, uh, I'm open-minded. I'm not saying that there isn't, but I also – have not I, I have to have an experience I guess in order to say I believe in it you know um, I'm in the same boat with you on that um, you know I don't I'm not saying they don't exist but you know I've never had experience with Bigfoot before I've had experiences with right. those you know, I've captured EVPs right. I've heard you know I've seen things uh, so I believe in ghosts because I've seen it but Right. You know, you don't know. You're not truly a believer until you have something actually happen to you. And then right. you're sure that they're out there. I don't know for sure that Bigfoot's out there because I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen evidence of myself that there is Bigfoot. Right. You know? I, mean, I, I, I mean, a lot of people that do, the, the, my friends that research Bigfoot, you know, I respect them. You know, so I believe that they believe. <laughs> They believe that they they're onto something, you know, that there is, and some of the stuff that they do find is 
is kind of, you know, but it's the same boat with us as well. I mean, I can play an EVP for somebody and say, explain that to me, you know, and nine times out of ten, you can't explain that. You know, there there will be times where you can say, oh, yeah, this is what it was or this is what it was. But for the most part, you know, EVPs is my favorite type of evidence to get because especially sometimes I can, I'm clairaudient sometimes so I can hear. So I'll hear whatever I heard. And then on the recorder, it's validated because you hear it. You know, you'll hear the whatever I heard, I say it, and then it's also captured on the recorder. So I don't know how to explain that at all. Well, it's it's really that's really cool. You get you get verification of what you yeah. of what you heard in real time. And plus, you know, when you're um, when we're sharing evidence like EVPs or even videos of Bigfoot captures, there's a, there is a uh, there's a lot of trust that has to go on between the people. Like and like you when you say, hey, this is you know what I captured. There was nobody else in the room. This just me and let's say you're by yourself or with a friend. They're like, hey, this is there wasn't any of us. People have got to believe right. that this that's telling the truth. And the same thing with Bigfoot evidence. That's when I never understood why people um even once would would be so detrimental to what we're trying uh, to do. Yep. That I I'm real big with that. I'm real big with um integrity and you know, um you know, reputation and when it comes to that, like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that think I'm a bitch and whatever. Oh, you know, that's personality. But as far as me being an investigator and being a show host and you know, and me being uh not the most you know, I'm, I'm so honest and I'm very, I'm confrontational when it comes to, cause I, I hate drama. So, mm-hmm. you know, I hate drama. So, you know, I, I, I keep to myself as far as, you know, gossiping and stuff like that. But if anything does come up, I, I go straight to the horse, right, right, right to the person. I don't mess around. I'll call, I don't talk about anybody. I just go right to the person and say, okay, what, what is this about? You know? But uh, yeah, I don't even know where the heck I was going with that. <laughs> well, it's a breath of fresh air to to hear that because a lot of times people, um, I don't know, they 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 don't hear they like hear one side of a story or one side of something, but then yeah. they don't I don't get the other side of the story. Yep. And there's and there and is a lot of drama that goes on, yep. unfortunately. Um, and and, yeah, I don't, and it makes no sense. You know? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, no competition. You. I'm not, I, I, uh, I am, I'm not in this to be on TV. I'm not in this to, to, to be famous. I'm not in this to do anything like that. Like, would I love to do what I'm doing and get paid for it? Absolutely. You know? I would love, this yeah. would be the best job in the on the face of the earth at, to investigate and do your show and, you know, do live videos, all that. You know, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that <laughs> for a living? <laughs> And uh, some of, some of, some people are blessed to be able to do that for a living, but you know, uh, I mean, it's just like for what I said, you know, the kind of, you know, you know, the the, the the education, the learning, the trying to find, you know, you know, doing the research and the history, all of it, you know, everything. I love it. I think with with streaming and you know going on YouTube and 
you know, making making videos like that. There's a lot wider audience than there was if you're trying to get actually get a TV show. So if you want, right. if someone wants to, you know, do haunted investigations and they want to build up an audience, it's it's possible they can do that organically, and where it's not like I've got to compete with these these people for a limited amount of airtime. If you take time and you want to go out and you want to investigate and you do a good job, eventually people are going to start watching and, and the, the world is going to, you know, you know, the, the world will spread tough. up. You could, You'll yeah, get you could tough. You, it's a lot of work. It is. It's but a lot of work and it's tough. As well. You know, you, so you got to stand out and do a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like these, these just like a podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just like a podcast, a delusional thinking like, oh my god, this place, this this, this show is going to reach like tens of thousands of people. You know, it's right. just but if you if you have this, if you if you work hard at it, people are going to enjoy it, and that's what's really that what matters. Absolutely, and you and and that you're having fun. You know, yeah. when I first started, I didn't care. I honestly didn't care. Like, I was just like, this is awesome. Like, because we literally would sit around, drink coffee, or we would, you know, drink a beer. And we had some of the best conversations when we were just sitting around, some of the best, like, paranormal, you know, conversations, you know. And we should just, like, video this and, like, and then share it, you know, or do something, you know. And at first it was just, like, we were, you know, uh, internet, on the internet radio, you know. And then... Mm -hmm. Eventually, I discovered Facebook Live during, you know, COVID. And I was like, you know, this is, or not COVID. I don't know how long ago it was. But we discovered Facebook Live. And then, you know, um, from there, it just, it just kind of just kept going. So a lot of the earlier episodes that, that, we, that we did, I did have a couple of other people doing it with me at one point. Um, and I've been solo probably for about three years now, but um, I did have other couple of people doing it with me, and, um, you know, we, we just would do whatever we want. Some, some of the stuff is, I can't even go back and watch. I wish I could delete it, but I'm not. I'm like, I'm going to put it out there, and if people watch it, they're going to see how, like, how, re- how ridiculous I was when I first started. You know, like, I look back, and I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. If, if I was going to come out like that now, there, nobody would watch my show. <laughs> Yeah, it will. So. It, you know, you, it, it, it's just this was like anything else. You start when you first start off. You're a lot different than you are because you you learn and you grow. Um, mm-hmm. And I guarantee when you listen to this to this show or to a show you did Sunday, two years from now it'll be it'll be like oh my god, because each each show you do you learn something and you, and you grow from that. When I started this show, it was like all right, well, a friend, my friend Dennis, he had um, he had. He had two shows, one on Monday and one on Wednesday. And he got tired of doing two shows. Our shows back then were two hours long. So uh, he, was, he was asking if anybody wanted to take his time slot on Monday night. So I'm like, well, I'll try it out uh, almost as a challenge to myself to see if I could actually do it. But I didn't think it was going to last very long. I'm like, oh, it'll be like a month. And then. You know, I'll be tired of it. But then it just kept going and going and going and going. And now it's like. Yeah. I don't know if I could stop stop it because I'm so used to doing it now. It's like I don't know if I right. even want to. Try. 
Yeah, it's that's so fun. true. I mean, it is really fun. And like, and besides the show, I I'll go. There was a couple of times where I went, you know, to some um, um, believed haunted locations in New Jersey. You know, so I went to like, you know, Baxter Village and and the Pine Barrens and you know, back at you know all these places that you know supposedly are haunted or have stuff going on. And I go live and I walk around. I just go off into the woods and start walking around and whatever, you know, Gettysburg all the time. All the time I go to Gettysburg. Um, so I do other stuff just besides the, the, the podcast. But the podcast has been the time and day and, you know, this and that. The investigating stuff I do when I do, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you always come out, come down to Virginia, and uh, yeah, investigate the cabin with us. Oh yeah, for sure. Is that much? Not, not, not much farther down the road from Pennsylvania. Come down to Virginia. It's just a couple hours. Yeah, Virginia. I think it's probably about like four, maybe four or five, depending on where about. Oh, Virginia's like, yeah, it's nothing. That's, you did that blindfolded. Actually, no, you can't. Don't try, don't try that. But. No way. <laughs> what is your um? What is your favorite place you've investigated? Oh, so hard. That's such a tough question. Um, How about so bad? Let's do top three, so you don't offend anybody or <clears throat> feel bad about leaving people out. Because sometimes people are like, "Oh my God, I want to make people feel." So let's do top three. And I would ask you right, top so, three worst. Okay, so don't worry about that. All right. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I'll, if I don't feel comfortable, if I don't feel comfortable answering something, I won't. But you can ask me whatever you want. You know. Um, but I would say my top three. And I can't. I can't really put Gettysburg there because I'm like Gettysburg. I get obviously is like my most favorite place to, to investigate because I, every time I go, I get awesome awesome evidence and you know it's just so I can't count that because that's just a given so I'm going to say Rolling Hills Asylum in New York um I did early on I did an investigation for I don't know if you ever heard of the school Rutgers it's in New Jersey but uh Rutgers is college um the the professor for the agriculture uh study or whatever um, lived in a really old farmhouse, and he called a, a friend of his one night and said, you know, all this weird stuff has happened in my house. Now, this is a professor that, you know, is, you know, teaching at Rutgers College, and he's like, I only know what is, is textbook. I have no idea how this pan slot, you know, went, you know, did what it did and this and that. So I'd have to say, like, that was cool because the, the, the farmhouse was, late 1700s, um, and it was on acres and acres and acres of land where it's open to the students if they want to, you know. Um, so it was one thing, you know, that, I, you know, he had to take into consideration. But some of the things that happened that night was pretty cool, and I think it was like, like I said, it was early on. So I was actually, you know, we were getting interactions with, like, equipment and stuff like that. So um, because it was so active and I was so I was still getting I was wet behind my ears still you know I I, I always say that it was one of the coolest places ever um, 
to Walling Hill that, and then we'd have to say Penhurst. Penhurst Asylum oh. in Pennsylvania. I, lo- I love going. To, I love going there. I've only been to Rolling Hills once, but it was <laughs> so amazing that every time I talk about it, I just smile and I just well, I just love it. I want to go back, but the drive is so long. How long of a drive was it for you? Seven and a half hours. Oh damn, that is a long drive. But it was seven and a half hours of nothing but straight and boring, and it just took forever. <laughs> so well, what? The cab's looking yeah. better and better. We're only really four hours away. So <laughs> just just keep that this that in mind. Put a little little yeah. nugget in your head, right? Yeah. You know, but I've always wanted. I, I definitely want to check out Rolling Hills. That seems like a a great location to investigate. Um, and Penhurst. Yeah. Yeah, Penhurst is definitely <clears throat> very, very. For some reason, um, you know, like uh, they have like, like several tunnels there and everything. And the one tunnel, every time I go down there, like I've I've worked, like I help them out with like events and stuff like that, like during the October. So we'll we'll take they'll do like overnight ghost hunts and stuff. And um, a couple of us were signed up to go out and help with taking the groups around to all the locations on the property and everything. So that was really cool because kind of like, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm investigating. People are like, are you getting paid for that? And I'm like, dude, I'm investigating tech for free. That's like, you know, because unfortunately, you know, you got to pay for stuff, you know, to, to investigate. Yeah. And I get it. But uh, investigating tech for free was, to me, was, you know, payment almost. Um, so it was cool, you know doing all that stuff, but the tunnels there, I mean, disembodied voices, and I mean, there's been groups where, you know, these are people that are just paranormal enthusiasts, you know, wanting to do a ghost hunt, you know, and they're getting full-bodied apparitions on picture, you know, and stuff like that, so the, 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 the spirits there are very interactive with, even when there's a big, huge event going on, when there's, you know, thousands of people there, I mean, they're they're active. That's awesome, and I, I think sometimes sometimes people will go to um, to a big place. They'll pay a lot of money, but they won't get a lot of interaction with the spirits. And it's and it's like, I think a lot of times for me, when I look at it, like go for the experience. You know, if you if you get evidence, that's great, um, but don't count on it because you know it, stuff happens or doesn't happen. Like when people, I guess they go fishing, they go on a big fishing trip, but don't catch anything. You know, it's not it's not right. that the fish aren't there. It's just they weren't biting or this wasn't a good day, you know. Good analogy. I like that. That's a good analogy because it's true. You know, I and, and it's true because, you know, I'll go live. I'll go live during an investigation. I'll go live the entire time, you know, and you have those like seven to ten people that are, they hold, they hold on strong the whole time they're there <laughs> with you, no matter what. <laughs> you know, then you have people that come and go and they're in and out and stuff, but people want to see the drama, like the, drama, the dramatization of investigating. They don't want to see you sitting in the dark for an hour and just listening to the room and maybe asking an easy here or there, you know, and talking about where, what diner you're going to go to afterwards. 
you know, it's just people don't want to watch that stuff. Not interested. Unless, unless you're really an investigator and you, you, you know, you like what's going on and you, you sit and watch it. Cause I've done that. I've watched, you know, teams when they go on, I'll watch their lives, you know, for support yeah. or just to see like, you know, their techniques of investigating what they're picking up, you know, and if, and if they're just too much or they're drama or I feel like they're, you know, full of shit, I don't watch anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so cool being able to, I guess, be a part of investigation without actually being there. Um, and you can watch yeah. all these different things from all over the world uh, do yeah. paranormal investigations. And you can support them. Yeah, if you like watching investigations on TV, why not, why not you know, go online yep. and watch a team, some random team in, like, Nebraska do an investigation or something like that and, you know, interact with them as well, which is not something you can do with uh, stuff with the, with the teams that are on television. Yeah, and and I'm and, I, and I'm and I'm a, I'm big on that. I am big on supporting other other podcasts, you know, other paranormal researchers and and uh, you know teams and events. You know, um, I'll share everybody's everything as long as you know they're you know legit and real and 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 are a good you know influence in our community. You know, and it, it, it's a if you're not, then, you know, I, I just I can't do that. Well, I've noticed you've shared a, lots, lots of my live feeds from the cabin, and I appreciate that. They even comment on some of my on, yeah. on the trains we do. So, you know, yep. I definitely appreciate yeah, yeah. that. For sure. And I share them out. Like, I, I'll watch them, and then I share them to my page or share my pages. Because um, I also, you know, I'm part owner of a a streaming network called BB3 TV. It's that's more of a variety type of a network. Mm-hmm. So it's not just par- just paranormal. They have gamers on there. Um, we have you know people that do wood burning. We have people that there are paranormal. We have some of the paranormal real estate. There's a paranormal tourist on there. You know they kind of get to, I you know I stream on there obviously. And then um, you know but it's all kinds of stuff you know and uh, so that's fun you know and uh, doing doing that kind of takes up a lot of time as well. So I'm also trying to run Paranormal Brew, but then I'm also, you know, trying to help my partners with CB3 TV. And uh, it's fun. You've got a lot of, uh, you wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. (laughs) Is it hard to keep it straight, find time to, to get everything done, juggle everything? Yeah, there's like so much. I mean, even you know, you know what's been lacking is me listening to my audio from investigations that I've done. Like I'm listening to something that I went, I went to Cashtown last year. I, I investigated Cashtown in, and I'm listening to the audio today. And this was June 2021 <laughs> that I went. I'm like, this is so bad. You know, this isn't how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to listen to it right away because it's still fresh in your brain. You remember things. You remember what what, what was that noise or, you know, so it's, it makes it difficult to wait so long to do it. But when you don't have the time, it's like, oh, it, that's the frustrating part about it. Yeah, it is easy to fall behind 
when it comes to when it comes to uh, listening to to audio from investigations. You know, and there and there are times that I'll, I'll you know, say the same thing. I'll be like, oh crap, I got to listen to this investigation, or but then, like you said, it's it's um if it's not fresh in your mind and it's like unless it is really like oh my god this is for sure something I heard or did or did not hear I am throwing it out I could be and I could be throwing out good good evidence but if I can't verify it myself you know especially if I'm in a group if I go to an investigation with a group of people and we're all in the in a room I in it's like a year later I can't verify if yeah. someone said something or not. Yeah. I mean, if someone said, yeah. whispers, help me during investigation, I would pretty much assume that it's not one of us. Because if you need help, why are you whispering it? <laughs> you know? Right, right. So, yeah. like that, they'll be like, all right, well, this can't be. I'm not going to say that there are people in that I, I, I would take it, take it seriously, won't be whispering shit to fuck with me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You always got to check. I'm I'm so big on that. Like, sometimes people, like, and that's why I say, like, I, I tell people, I, I'm, you know, I, when I was at Penhurst one time, and, and one of the workers for Penhurst was walking around with me, and she just, just like, jumps up. And now, now, mind you, the people that are there are enthusiasts. They watch the TV shows, and they're, you know, they really don't do this. They're just coming out to, you know, for a scare, for Halloween in October, and this and that. And he's like, yeah acting like something's attacking him in this man. I'm like, would you sit down? I'm like, there's nothing attacking. Like, just sit down. Stop being like that. Like, you just see the fear in some of these people's faces. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to go home with something. Am I going to go home? And I'm like, oh, my God. You know? I mean, just sit down and shut up. There's nothing here that's hurting or harming anybody. You know? You know, it's, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, um, we'll get those people they come out to the cabin and they'll be, they'll, they'll, they're so jumpy. Like, I don't know if they're expecting it to be like, uh, like one of those haunted houses where people jump out at you, you know? And I'm like, yeah, really, it's really not that scary. We're funny for scare actors, people. No, exactly. We're not, yeah, we don't, we don't, we're not going to, nothing rigged. You're not going to open the door and the spiders can jump out at you, you know? Right. And we do have a house and it's not going to jump out at you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, I go back to it though with the, like the EVPs and stuff. I mean, I have to agree with you. You know, you can, I feel like you can tell the difference between most of the time, anyway. Um, uh-huh. You can tell the difference between a human voice, flash whisper, than than spirit. You know, it, it, it's got a different. It's 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 hollow. You know, there's no depth in it. You know. But all my, I'll call people. I'd be like, did somebody just whisper? Who whispered? Say it. You need nobody whispers. Like I say it all the time, and I'm just like, you can't whisper. Just it's that simple. <laughs> um, it's so you know, easy to talk, though. You know, I know, I, I know it is. Do I it. do it. Everybody does it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's um, like you don't want to, especially if you're on a public investigation. You want to, you don't feel like you're interrupting something. Like especially if it's quiet and you want to say something to your friend, but you don't want everyone to hear it. You whisper to your friend, and then it gets caught on the tape, and we record it. And we're like, "Oh my god, what was that? What was that?" Like, "Oh, I'm I mean, sorry." I try, yeah, I try, I try. 
Oh, yeah. And I try to be nice about it. I just say, listen, no whispering. If you guys got to talk about something, step outside. I might put, you know, whatever you say, you have to, or at least say that was me, tag it. I mean, everybody's got to do their their part. You know what I mean? I mean, even if, you know, you whisper to somebody, I mean, you hear it. You got to make sure you say, who, did somebody just whisper, tag it if you did, you know, and just make sure, you know, you, you're always listening and your, your spidey senses are always on because that's what you're there mm-hmm. for. You know, you're there yeah. to try to communicate and pick up on things and, and, or debunk, you know, I hate to use the word debunk, but debunk stuff. Say, okay, well, you know, that's more private home. You know, when you're going into a known haunted location, I don't think you're looking to debunk anything. As You know, you, you are looking to no, communicate, yeah. but you're also, you're also not saying like, oh, every little bump, knock, twitch, whatever is paranormal as well, you know, so. Well, yeah, you go you go into some, like those investigations more looking for um, you know, like really strong EVPs or yeah. like if I breath or something, I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, this is definitely paranormal evidence right here. But if I get you know a scream, disembodied scream, obviously, be like, all right, well, there there you go, that's something. Yeah, yeah. The historical locations for me are more of a fun thing. And private yeah. homes are, 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 are the more important, the more, you know, you focus, you have, there's, there's procedures, there's protocols, there's things you got to do, and, you know, you got to handle them delicately and smartly, and if it's something that's out of your your scope of what you do, you need to have somebody that you trust that you can refer these people out to. You know, private homes are a whole other ballgame. But I do well, like I mean, the fun stuff. The, the the private homes are more of a need, not like we need to do them, but someone needs us to come out there. So someone's asking right. us for help. As but the public investigations, that's more of a want. Like okay, we right. want to go out there, you know. It's and but so when we when we do private homes, which is different, a different mindset. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're definitely there to, to help people and get them answers. Yeah, yeah, they're probably the last people they want they thought to call. So we're always obviously right. probably the last part. When you're when when you get a pri- when you get a private oh. case come through, and when you don't have to do an investigation, like you simply help these people just through talking, or even go even going over there during the day for a prelim and you know talking to these people and explaining things to them and educating, you know. When you don't have to do an investigation, that's a successful case to me, you know, something like that. You always are in contact with them. You always check up on them. But when you don't have to do an investigation, you can help them just simply by educating them, you know, as the best of your knowledge. Um, That's a win. Yeah, it's always a good feeling when you can set someone's mind at ease, especially especially when they've been dealing with stuff for a long time and it's really terrorizing them. Um, maybe just go in there and, you know, do a blessing on the house or maybe sage, sage the house. Give them, give them kind of like, like I said, peace of mind. Like even if, even if it's just a mental thing, you know, Absolutely. It, it helps. <clears throat> Absolutely. And that's like one of the hardest things to change is when, somebody has it already in their mind that this is what's going on. So 
trying to change, you know, the, the, the mind is a very powerful, powerful thing. And if you've got yourself convinced that something's in your house and wants to kill you, you know, me coming in there and saying, trying to explain that to you, you know, that person needs to, you know, they're going through something. They're mentally distressed, you know, and I'm not saying because it's a negative thing, you know, it could be just Casper, but to them, they're state, the unknown. You know, I tell the, I tell people all the time, if we didn't know what ants were and when we went walk, crawling across your kitchen, you'd be like, what the, you'd be scared to death. You wouldn't know what to do. You know, yeah. people are more afraid of the unknown than anything. And, you know, that type of anxiety in the house can build up and build up and build up, you know? So trying to break through that can be difficult at times because people have to be willing and want to help. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if they reach out to us, they're, they're, like I said, they definitely want to help. Um, yeah, they do. Sometimes they don't, when you when you tell them stuff, they don't listen. You know, I mean, sometimes true. they, you know, and if they're not listening, they, you know, we had one girl that would, we told her, you know, Stop posting stuff on Facebook and asking everybody's opinions because you're feeding into it. She was convinced she had something negative, you know, and she's like posting, and the stuff wasn't paranormal, but she's posting stuff, you know, and saying it's paranormal, and people are like, oh, my God, get out there, burn your house down, blah, 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 you know, and it's like, stop, stop doing that. This is so counterproductive. You want it out, or do you want to live with it forever? I I don't know what you want, you know, like, and I'm coming in there all the time with these with people over and over again, I said, there's that, we have to stop. I'm done. You know, like I'm putting them at risk. So. Yeah. Using it as so a, they have to be willing to work with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a two way street. Um, mm-hmm. Because you know what you're doing. Do you go in there and you, you have the right attitude? Like, Hey, I want to get rid of this thing or I want, or, you know, depending on what the person wants, at least I want to make it so they can live with it. But, you know, if they're egging it on yeah. at the same time, trying to do what you're trying to do, then it's like, well, why am, why am I out here? What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah, like I, I said know? to her, and she, she got mad. She got mad at me, and then I said, listen, I said, you're, you're telling, you're calling us, and you're saying, I, 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 I want whatever's here to, to stop doing what it's doing, and I don't, you know, whatever. So, and I said, you're telling us that. You're sitting in your house. Okay, let's just say there is something in your house. So you're sitting in there and this is hearing you telling us, you know, oh, you want to call, you want to go on. But then again, so you're turning around and you're keeping it there by taking the pictures and videoing and recording and you're communicating. If you're communicating, if you're trying to communicate with whatever's there, they're not going to think you wanted to leave. They're not going to think you wanted to leave you alone because you're going to make them leave. Yeah. But we could try to help, you know, make it quiet, you know, and, and they're not going to, so then they're going to see me coming in there and be like, she don't want to be left alone. What are you coming in here for? <laughs> and get mad at me. <laughs> You're talking about, I talk you about know? mixed message, you know, like, exactly. Well, okay, girl, exactly. I should stay. You know, I'm, well, I'm back to do. Right. So, you know, I mean, all we can do is help. Do do what we can to to you know help the people who yeah, like, want to be helped. Yeah, and you have to be you have to be knowledgeable enough to to recognize when it's something you know that it's out of your scope of of I don't want to say practice, but what you research and what you what you know what you're doing. I mean, 
Um, I, I don't deal with any negative stuff. So if, if there was a private case that came my way, I have people that I refer those people to, you know, that I trust that I know can handle cases like that, you know? Um, yeah. Cause again, going back to the integrity and, and the, and the, you know, um, you know, good the, the reputation that, you know, you're going to be sending these people into the hands of somebody else. You have to trust who you're sending them to. Yeah, I know when, when, when I've, I've, never, I've never actually done, like, a saging or a cleansing before, I, but I'll go and I'll help, I'll help my friend Dennis Eslock. Mm-hmm. He, he does all that stuff, and, I'll, and I've mm-hmm. been in there with him, and I've got, gone back around with him, my recorder, and I recorded some stuff that, um, that kind of, like, made their, it gave me goosebumps because of, you know, what I, what I knew we were dealing with in there. Um, but like you said, it's, you want to go place, you want to go do these things with people who know what they're doing. He definitely knows what he's doing. Um, right. Cause then if you don't, if you go in there, you know, haphazardly, you know, yep. you're more than likely going to make things worse Absolutely. for the people. No, for sure. I mean, and you, you get to leave, they say they live there, you know, so. You, know, you have to be very careful with private cases, and um, you have to you know trust you have to have trust in yourself as well. That you know, I, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of groups out there that just go for to get evidence, and that's that's just so wrong. I I, I just you know yeah, they, they think they get a they get a haunted house, you know quote unquote a haunted house, and you know they just want to go just to get evidence and leave these people, you know they they. You know, cut off communications. I mean, I can't tell you how many countless times people have told me that this happened to them prior to them contacting, you know, you know, get, finding their way to me, you know, or however they do. Um, and it's a shame. And that's why I'm in big, huge favor of the, the, the people on YouTube that try to put these scammers and fake people, you know, to bed. You know, because it's, it's doing our our field such a disservice. I think um, there's so many other places to get evidence. Like to have it go into a private case to get evidence. Like you know, it's it's just it's kind of pointless to me. And we'll get we'll get evidence to help the people. Yes, right. To help the yes, but to go for to evidence for your own personal gain. I mean, it's kind of like. Wrong. There's yeah, there's so many other places to go and get evidence, and if it's a, you get an evidence, uh, an EVP from a private investigation, and I get an EVP from a public investigation, they both say the same thing, like say help me or something like that. You know, it's still the same piece of evidence. You know, right? It's still an EVP, right? Yeah, but I still yeah, get it. I mean, when I get, like when I go, when I get an investigation, like I get an EVP. You know. And I've gotten lots of EVPs. But every time I get one, mm-hmm. I still get super excited. About so excited. It. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, like I could a, be oh. listening to audio for, like, three and a half hours. And, like, you know, I had it going for four hours. And, like, at three hours and 58 seconds, if I get an EVP, I'm like, oh, my God, that was so awesome. <laughs> yes. I got one. You know, it's like a meteor shower. If you've ever watched a meteor shower. You know, you see the one go flying across, you're like, oh, my God. Yep. And then you're like, you can't wait for the next one. It's <laughs> like, exactly. you get, you know. So, you're about to go to bed, uh, and you're like, 
uh, um, this is on the last few minutes. I'm going to listen to this, this bit of evidence, and then I'm going to go to sleep. And then you get, like, uh, like uh, a sigh or, like, a little something that sounds that could oh. be a girl, kid. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Then another, another four or five hours, you're up, you know, listen to EVPs. You yep. forget, like, crap, I got to go to sleep. That's so, bro. Yep. It's, it's my favorite, favorite, favorite piece of evidence to have or whatever it is. It's, it's, to me, it's, it's just, I love it. I love EVPs. My favorite piece of equipment is my recorder. That's it. <laughs> um, you know, and, 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 I, and I just, I love it. I, I, I recently, I investigated Kreischer Mansion in New York, um, and there was about 11 of us, and for the first time, you know, it, uh, we were doing a EVP burst. Now, my recorder, I let go the entire time. Um, my friend Lourdes was using her recorder to do the burst on. Uh, and she had asked a question at one point, and she said, so what is the family business? So I'm listening to my recorder, so I'm listening to all the stuff going on, and listening to the EVP burst, and you don't hear anything. Um, so we stop it, we and you hear us rewind it uh, to listen back to the EVP burst. And... Um, she said, it gets to the part where she asked that question, you know, what is, you know, the family business? You hear nothing. Now, we were, we were getting responses, so we were rewinding the recorder and going back, you know, to listen to the, the EVPs that we got. And the, that question kept, that kept coming up as we were rewinding it to listen to other stuff that we thought. You know, we didn't even hear an answer yeah, there. Yeah. We were just, so third time that we rewound this recorder and you know it you know and that question was asked again so we're listening to the recording of what is the family business on my recorder that was going you hear factory work which is um a fact you know that the family that was there they were in factory work like that was their big huge line of business they owned a factory. You know, it was all factory work. So well, I was. Um, we've got about a minute left. I don't. I don't, I don't oh, want to get I'm cut sorry. off. Or, uh, oh, no, it's, no, I'm more. I just definitely want to continue the conversation. But blog talk will cut us off, like you yeah. know, mid sentence. Yeah. So okay. Um, but I would definitely because there's a lot of stuff I'd like to talk to you about as far as like your investigations yeah. and. I've got a ton of EVPs over here, and I'd love to hear some of yours. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love sharing stuff like that, for sure. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely be in touch, and we can maybe share some EVPs with each other. Um, but if uh, awesome. I'll give you, give you a chance to talk about uh, where people can find you. 